Hey guys, welcome back to Freestyle Friday. Mickey Campbell here. Um, as you guys know, on Fridays, I just kind of uh, freely talk about random stories and random events. And uh, I'd like to welcome you to the show. I appreciate you guys stopping by and taking the time to listen to my my rantings and uh, my memories. Um, and I uh, hope you find some uh, laughter and enjoyment out of the things that I've been sharing. Uh, so the last couple of weeks since I launched this show freestyle friday i've been kind of going over um the early stages of my wrestling career from uh the the way um i got started in the wrestling industry um my dreams um, of wanting to become a professional wrestler started when i was 12 years old um watching wrestling with my dad on saturday afternoons and uh is a, a, a long period of my life that I really enjoyed. And uh, I hope you enjoy some of these stories that I share with you. And today's story is uh, it's titled The Night the Music Stopped. So uh, we're going to rewind back to 1990. Um, Ricky Riggle and I were uh, working in southeast, uh, I'm sorry, northeast Georgia, uh, northwestern South Carolina, and uh, western North Carolina. So the upstate of South Carolina, kind of the triangle, Georgia, upstate South Carolina, western North Carolina. And we were pretty much booked every weekend uh, with some organization. And uh, there was this one particular weekend. We were uh, booked in Franklin, North Carolina. And uh, we were wrestling this tag team. I think we were uh, carrying the, the United States Tag Team Championship at the time. We were semi-main event. And we were wrestling uh, this tag team from that area called the Irresistibles. And uh, they were really, really great guys. And uh, we had a lot of really good times with them, had some good matches, but we had some some really good times and a lot of fun. It was always an ongoing joke. Um, Bobby and Colin were actually roommates in real life. And a lot of times when we would end up in that area, we would just kind of crash at their house. And uh, Bobby was more of a quiet, reserved type guy. But we would get there, he'd be like uh, – so when are you guys leaving? <laughs> it was never how long are you staying. He wanted to know when we were leaving because he was ready for us to get out of his house. We, you know, we were we were a little rowdy and rambunctious at the time, and and they were a couple of years older than us, a little bit more settled. But uh, you know, we were 19, 20 years old, and uh, you know, living our dream. I mean, we wanted to be um, professional wrestlers for the most of our life, and and part of wanting to do that was living that lifestyle as a young guy traveling around and enjoying life and having fun. So we were all about that anytime we could. Well, this particular match was at a, at a high school. And uh, if I remember right, and the crowd was sitting up in like bleacher style seating. The ring was uh, like in the middle of the, the gymnasium floor. And um, for us being the bad guys, one of the ways that we interacted with the crowd and, and kind of met people and, uh, would be for the match to kind of spill out into the crowd at some point. And I would like 10 stage fall down in front of a, in front of a particular section's feet or sometimes even in their lap, whatever the case may be. Well, this particular night there was a group of uh, people sitting in a, in a section and I wanted to work my way over to them. So we, we ended up over there and I fell and, and they were saying, go to homers, go to homers, go to homers. And I didn't know what that meant. So we finished our matchup and we're in the back and I started asking some of the people that were from that area, what are they talking about? You know, people are saying go to homers. So they tell us about this, this nightclub that's in town. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not 21. So, 
Um, going to nightclubs for us, often getting a big X on their hand back then. I don't know how they do it at nightclubs now, but back then, if you weren't old enough to drink any adult beverages, they put a big X on your hand. So, you know, we never really liked walking around with those X's on our hands. But anyway, we ended up at this nightclub, and because we were wrestlers there in town and we walked in with our buddies, they didn't check our ID. So, man, we were living the life for real. You know, we were, um, we were quote unquote stars. And, uh, in the in this small environment i'm not trying to say that we were celebrities by any means but for that one night you know we were the united states tag team champions and and we had wrestled the hometown heroes and we were at the the local nightclub and we were the only people that weren't from that area that were there i mean so not only did that make us stand out kind of like a sore thumb but if you look at the picture um on the the cover of this episode you, <laughs> you'll notice how we dressed back then. We walked around in what we call fun pants and crop top shirts with tight sleeves. And, um, you know, we had long hair and we just looked a little different than, than most people that were in uh, Western North Carolina in 1990. So we already kind of stood out there at the club anyway. And, you know, we, we, we liked the attention. You know, that's kind of why we got into pro wrestling to start with. That was one of the allures to us. That was the, the dangling carrot, if you will. So we're at this nightclub. We're having a good time. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's cutting up. We're feeding off the crowd. The crowd's feeding off us. Everybody's enjoying themselves. Well, I go to the restroom. And uh, when I finish up using the restroom, I go over to wash my hands, and I turn around and almost bump into this guy. And the guy was uh, – Probably he was shorter than me, so he was like five six, five seven, maybe weighed 155, 165 pounds somewhere in there, and uh, he had on a really tight shirt with his sleeves rolled up. And when we when we bumped into each other, we literally bumped into each other. He kind of backed up and adjusted his baseball cap on his head and said, "Dang, whoa, you got some big old arms." And I said, "Oh, thank you, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bump into you. I hope you're having fun." He says, "You want to arm wrestle?" And I said, uh, I said, no, man, that's good. I'm good. I don't, I don't care anything about doing that, man. I'm just here to have a good time. Uh, have fun, man. And he says, well, I think you're a wuss. And about that time, Ricky walked into the bathroom. And <laughs> he says, a wuss? What do you mean a wuss? He looked at me and said, Mick, what you, what, what's this guy's problem? I said, ah, oh, man, he wants to arm wrestle, but it's all good. We're not going to worry about it. Let's just go on about our business. And uh, the guy says, uh, I'll bet you $5 I can take you down. And Ricky turned around and said, man, you, there's no way you can beat him in arm wrestling. I mean, I was a pretty strong guy. You know, even at that age, I, I was a pretty strong guy. And uh, I outweighed this guy by probably 65, 70 pounds maybe. And, uh, you know, he, he was uh, obviously – he was a little bit intoxicated and uh, probably shouldn't have even been there. But anyway, he says, oh, well, I thank you, chicken. So – I was like, man, I'm not checking out. Listen, I'll buy you a beer. I don't care anything about arm wrestling with you. Well, about this time, Ricky spins around and says, well, I'll bet you $5. I know you can't beat him. Come on, Mick. Take this guy down and show him what we're here for. So I go I go out, and uh, we go out, and we're sitting at the table. I don't want to do this at all, right? So we start arm wrestling, and the guy is, like, straining with everything he's got. I mean, and I'm not moving. So now I'm getting a little bit cocky because this guy's kind of still talking more trash while this is going on. And I looked around at our friends and I grabbed a cold, refreshing beverage and I, I had this guy in the wrist lock, right? So I turned my drink up 
I looked at the table and I said, y'all about ready? And everybody said, yeah. So I, I start taking this guy's arm down, right? And we're going down to the table. Right when we get about right here, the guy pulls his arm straight back, turns my hand over and jumps up and says, I want it. <laughs> Pay me. Ricky jumps up. He's like, there's no way, man. You cheated. You wasn't even close. To that You can't do that. That's not arm wrestling. I'm not paying you $5. And, uh, you know, I'm like, man, you're crazy. Come on. Let's sit back down and do it again. Whatever. The guy's like, no, no, I won. I won. Well, Ricky's starting to get louder and louder. And the next thing I know, the entire male portion of this club just about has surrounded us. And everybody is simultaneously saying, pay the man. <laughs> Y'all, the DJ stopped the music and over the intercom said, pay up and get out. <laughs> it was like a scene, scene from a bad bouncer movie on the side of the road somewhere in, in bump station nowhere. The whole place just stopped. And everybody that's with us can't believe what's going on. And Ricky's like, I'm not paying him nothing. I was like, hey, man, just give that guy $5. Let's get out of here. Let him turn the music back on and let's go on about our business. So. And the moral of the story is when the music stops, don't let the mics drop. Do what you got to do. Hey, y'all have fun. Have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in again. And please, if you haven't already, subscribe to my channel. On Fridays, I put out Freestyle Friday, um, which will always be some type of entertainment story, making fun of myself or maybe talking about current events of the day or whatever. It'll be freestyle. Um, over the next several weeks, I will be kind of telling more stories from my early part of my wrestling career and even some later in the day, uh, maybe even go into some of the days of um, the NWA and things like that. So really enjoy doing this and I hope you guys enjoy it too. But on Tuesdays, I put out Transformation Talk Tuesday and that has really become the passion of my life right now, um, helping people transform their body, mind and spirit. So I put out a lot of content on Tuesdays, this free content that will help people overcome some of the more mental um, obstacles that get in the way of that transformation. So if you know anybody that could benefit from that, please feel free to please, please share it with them. Um, help me spread the word about this and help me um, with my purpose of helping everybody that's looking for change and a better life to be able to receive just that. God bless you guys. Thank you all so much again. Have a great day.